time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, one of the best comics working, uh, Alonzo Bowden. We're going to be talking to Alonzo in uh, just a second. First, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. Starburns.com, that's that Dan Harmon guy, does uh, Rick and Morty and... uh, uh, like he does funny things. And as always, before we get to my guest, the great Alonzo Bowden, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Chillax, the laxative that's CBD-licious. The Oscars! Parasite wins Best Picture. Hollywood's first thought when the South Korean cast hit the stage was about time. And their second thought was coronavirus. Director Bong Joon-ho thanks Martin Scorsese for his inspiration and tears for fears for his haircut. President Trump called to congratulate Ho and then tried to open nuclear disarmament talks. Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor and Worst Dairy Industry Spokesman. Phoenix banned from ever entering Wisconsin. And you want to know how good a songwriter Elton John is? He won Best Song for the seventh best song in a movie about his songs. That wrap-up brought to you by Exasperilla, the soda that tests your patience. College hoops, Maryland, like a waitress with a bad memory, they just keep coming at you. Duke wins at the buzzer when Coach K shoots laser beams from his eyes and blinds North Carolina. XFL, the Alaska Pipeline, beat the Knoxville Numbnuts 12 to 11 on a four point celebration bonus. The New Mexico Mexico Windburn forfeits to the Detroit bleakness when they could not untangle their marionette coach. That item sponsored by Abracadabra, the magical man bra. NBA rookie phenom Zion Williamson got a slam dunk so thunderous it actually rained. Baseball! LA Boston trade. Dodgers get Mookie bets for Doogie Hauser, Cookie Monster, and a zookeeper. And Finally, this week in sports history, the year 1924, the place Washington, D.C., 27-year-old Bucky Harris becomes baseball's youngest manager. His starting rotation included rookies Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Bananas, the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow. Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, Killer Comic. And Mitch McConnell's nightmare of black eye on a Harley, Alonzo Bowden. Alonzo, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm a shot out of a can of this morning. I feel good as somebody slipped me actual caffeinated coffee. I was going to ask what's in that cup because yeah, there's a out, lot buddy. going on this morning. Yeah, I, I, I got my uh, I got my new shipment of monkey testosterone, too, so I'm very <laughs> excited about that. Now, you played some ball, didn't you? I, I played not college ball, but I played in plenty of leagues around L.A., adult leagues. and So I got some experience in the game. Now, Good coach, bad coach. Who's, 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 who's the best coach you ever had? Who's the worst coach you ever had? Ah, uh, best coach I ever had was probably my first little league baseball coach because he was an ex baseball player that took nothing off his fastball. We were we were eight to ten years old, and they were coming in humming, 
humming. You understand? So that he was like, yeah, we're going to make a man out of you this week. It, there was so much he did that would be illegal today. That was, it was fantastic. It was. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. Crowd the plate. I dare you. I dare, a lifetime of frustration taken out on young children. So. He, I still remember him. His name was Mr. Lucas, and he was a coach. So that was probably the best coach. You, you literally learned how to charge the mound yes. as a nine-year-old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't, don't take that brush back. You get up there. <laughs> Do you remember your worst coach? Oh, man. Worst coach? I, I, don't, I don't know. Probably. Mm, that's You know what? Uh, when I played at Lockheed, Lockheed, when I worked at Lockheed Aircraft, we had like a corporate team. That would play, you know, we might play against the fire department or the police department or right. different corporations and stuff like that. And the coach was so bad, I have no recollection of him whatsoever. <laughs> I do not remember there even being a coach. That's how bad a but coach had, that must have been. There, there was somebody there, obviously, but we we have no recollection of him. So I'm going to say that wow. that's a bad impression. When Man, who was yeah. the coach? Coach. There was no coach. <laughs> you can disappear on the bench of the Lockheed team. Exactly. You're doing exactly. something very, very wrong. That anecdote brought to you by Macintosh Snuff Powder. Shove a little scot up your nose with Macintosh. Now, uh, listen, Alonzo, I usually do something called the Fiery Four much later in the, uh, in, the, uh, in the podcast. But you know something? Let's just dive right in. Into the Devil's Dozen. The Devil's I'm here for you. Fire away, Satan. Alonzo, these are sports takes hotter than Jane Fonda to a 78-year-old guy. That's hot. Number one, NBA. Can anyone in the East beat the Bucks, Or are they a bigger lock than a gerrymandered district in South Carolina? Nobody's going to beat the Bucks. Now that Now that LeBron and Kawhi have left the East, there is no challenge. To the Bucks, uh, Joel Embiid is going to battle them and then be distracted by a tweet. <laughs> Literally, like an Irish setter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa, what's that over there? God, that's how they get out of the plan. Number two, Ja Morant and the Grizzlies. Can they keep it up, or will they start listing like an Italian cruise ship? Ja Morant is going to jump so high, he's going to land on a good team. He's on his wow. way out of there. Yeah. Ja Morant, <laughs> did, he almost jumped over Kevin Love and dunked. And, and Kevin Love thanked him for not ending his career with that dunk. Well, but, I uh, was unaware Kevin Love still had a career. Yeah, it's in Cleveland, so no one's really aware of it, but the checks haven't bounced. Right. You know where you go from Cleveland. So, where do you head from Cleveland? The Lockheed team. That's it. That's it. He's <laughs> going to be coaching <laughs> in two years. So, you think Ja Morant, this is like a resume builder this season. And yeah, yeah, John ja Moran. I don't, I don't see Memphis going deep. I don't see him going anywhere. There were certain teams you play for, like New Orleans. Like, yeah, enjoy Zion for his rookie contract. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you play you play for New Orleans, then sure. you go to the NBA. Yeah. That's how it works. So, yeah. Let's see the balloon before they cut, <laughs> cut the rope and it just disappears <laughs> into the sky. Hey, speaking of number three... Zion Williamson is the closest parallel chocolate thunder Daryl Dawkins, or is he more like Earl Campbell in underwear? This guy, he's a he's a massive Just, human being. It, it, the guy is unreal for that to be that size and that athletic. 
I don't think anyone's seen anything like this since Shaq's rookie year. Yeah, that, that might just, be the parallel. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I love Chocolate Thunder, and if Zion enters the dunk contest, there are going to be new words to describe his dunks. But <laughs> as a player, I think a bit more skilled than Chocolate Thunder, at somewhere between... Yeah. It's when he's coming at you at full speed. The best thing to do is just fake injury. Just go down. Yeah, just go down. Go down and just wrap your knee in ice because there aren't. It's not even posters anymore. Now you're literally highlighted on Twitter while it's happening. Yeah, while, yeah, yeah. That's so. true. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're they're just tweeting directly to the medical center yeah, where they're going. Yeah, he's to take on it. his way. Here he comes. He t- tried to block a Zion dunk. Uh, <laughs> Awesome! I love watching this guy. I think it's I think it's a combination of Shaq and LeBron. If that's humanly possible, wow. if that's humanly yeah. possible, because he has more moves than Shaq. He's got the power of Shaq, but he's got yeah. footwork. You know. So yeah, I I don't know what he is. Neither do they. But I'm glad I'm not under it. Yeah, Shaq has footwork like in a uh, in a small uh, area. Yeah. Like in a two-foot by two-foot box, sort of like a, a square dance. Right. Like I, I'm going to turn around and there's nothing you can do about That's what's correct. about to happen. Yeah. But, but Zion Williamson can dance the whole floor. He's yeah, Gene he's, Kelly. He's coming at you full speed. Even white guys who are uh, specialized in defense go, yeah, I'm not taking that no. charge. Number four! Houston Rockets playing small ball. They're the smallest team now in the NBA that get rid of Kadula, Kabula, Cabela. Uh, somebody like that. That was their tallest guy. I think he was 6'2". And now they're down to a couple of 5'11 guys. And uh, then they got the guy with the beard. And then they got Westbrook. I have no idea what they're doing in Houston. Yeah, they, they, I'm I, not sure I they I honestly do. have no idea. But How uh, can a franchise what is their, What's their coach that again? What's, what's his name again? I'm, uh, oh, brother. Because he's an— I'm going to go back to Rudy Tomjanovich. Yeah, yeah, Rudy T was great. <laughs> no, he's an offensive guy. And even when he had Phoenix, like his idea is I'm just going to outscore the other— team. Tony. His idea is I'm just going to outscore the other team. And it never works. It, it, yeah. It works to the second round of the playoffs. And then they run into defense. And it's like, oh— Oh, I didn't know you were doing that. <laughs> That's legal. So, uh, yeah, good, good luck to them, and it'll, it'll be a fun run. Second round of the playoffs, they're done. And booming out. Hey, uh, we got a break in our Devil's Dozen, uh, sponsored by Nail Biters, the scissorless nail salon. Let us nibble it off at Nail Biters. And... Tiny bite, two bite apples. Are you tired of those heavy apples with their slippery skin? Ow, my back. Try tiny bite, two bite apples. Only got four seconds for lunch, Alonzo. Grab a tiny bite. 11 or 12 a day will keep the doctor away. Now available in orange. Tiny bite, two bite apples. Mm Mm-mm, gone. Let's keep going with the devil's dozen. Number five, XFL. Do we need more football? Antonio Brown has to play somewhere. He's got to be. He's well, got, yeah, Antonio he's, Brown's got to play somewhere. He's got some kids to support and so on. So this this XFL thing, good luck to him. It, he's a danger to on the streets. It, so let's keep him off as Richard. He just he's a danger on social media. I had no idea there were players walking around saying, you know, I'm a little too good for arena ball. I'm not ready for Canada. <laughs> Wow, there is a niche, you're saying. Now I got a job, so good for them. (laughs) That's impressive. Uh, Number six. Should they uh, spice up the game a little bit? I know they're trying some rules uh, changes in the XFL. They had a kickoff, I can't remember, 
what that is. I think they they pull a Lucy, where they, they yeah, can and pull they, the ball away from you when you're kicking off. I'm not sure what that renovated, but I'm thinking man, maybe landmines or tiger pits. Well, yeah, on the they, field itself. They got the two forward pass rule, right? Yeah. and then they've miked everyone on the field. Yeah, that always works. So out you know, great. you're you're really interested in hearing that. You nothing, nothing like football players told not to curse. All right, let's get angry. Let's get hyped in a clean way. Come on, the kids are watching. For God's sake, you add a third so, guy to the booth. And yeah, you get I people wouldn't, talking over I each wouldn't other. Mind, they everybody. I wouldn't mind a Wolverine loose on the field. Oh, I like that number seven. I'm writing that one down and mailing it in. How come even in this crap storm of a league? The D-backs are getting beat like meringue at Marie Callender's. What is going on between offensive uh, receivers and D-backs at virtually every level of football where D-backs can't keep up anymore? In the NFL, wide receivers are just unbelievably fast. So that And, and the, the rules have been set up. Like it's all pass interference and this and that. In the XFL, I think they told him, leave the guy open. You want a job? You leave him open. No one is paying to watch you block passes. All right? So you just leave him open and stumble. So it's like a Project Runway at some point. The producers of the television show XFL are manipulating the outcome of the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They just tell him, nobody wants to see a blocked pass. <laughs> That honesty brought to you by three guys from Italy Restaurant. Why do you got to know their names? What's it to you anyways? You like the food? Shut up and eat. Number eight, golf. Yes, I said it, Alonzo. Golf. Have big corporations run the joy out of it like a priest teaching sex ed. No, golf ended when Tiger wasn't good anymore. Come yeah, on. it did, really did. did, did any, has anyone been interested? Can, you, can anyone name the top five golfers today. No, I might be able to name five golfers. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Ricky no. Fowler. Yes. Uh, he can't count Phil Mickelson anymore because he's he's gone. He's, yeah. He's the, little, well, yeah. the Tiger era, you can still remember. Yeah. The Tiger, you know, Tiger's challengers, right? Phil Mickelson, yeah. DJ Singh, and so on. No, they once Tiger was done, golf is done. And yeah. tennis is sweating because Serena's getting older every year. Oh, brother. Tennis yeah. is like, oh, boy, little white blonde girls again. Don't think we're going to sell commercials on this one. <laughs> They're like the oldest son of a 95-year-old man. <laughs> They're like, uh-oh, what's he got? I'm getting it in like a year. <laughs> oh, brother. Ah, number nine. Who would be your choices to revive the celebrity-sponsored golf tournament? Because like I remember – the uh, Bing Crosby Clambake, that's what they used to call the uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, which is now, uh, I think, the uh, uh, Honda slash uh, Fisher Investments. It's some horrible thing. Uh, and then the Bob Hope Desert Classic. And stuff. There's some good golfers in Hollywood. There's some entertaining people who I might think, be able I to— I think we got to have a Barkley tournament where you're literally allowed to say anything. Charles Barkley. Yes, yes. We have to have Barkley sponsoring a golf tournament as long as he doesn't play. Yeah, we'll be no, all right. no, he's just we'll be of, all right. Yeah, but yeah. but just a Barkley tournament would be great because you're allowed to say anything. Um, the Barkley bunker shot. Yeah, yeah, I like it. The Joaquin Phoenix tournament <laughs> sure. where you had to protect the grass. You have to <laughs> you have costs. to take care of the grass <laughs> at all costs. There'll be no divots. There'll I, be many. I, I think you've stumbled into something here. 
an entire professional golf tournament where they're actually sneaking onto a course where they're not supposed to be. So they've got to get the round done before the uh, Los Angeles Country Club. Uh, I like it. Yeah, marshals come out and arrest them. I like them. it. Get in and out. Number 10, baseball. What's going on in Boston? How do you trade Mookie Betts? Maybe there is a deep state. No, I think what happened in Boston was like, rules? Wait, there's rules? We can't win <laughs> that way. True. Give them up. Get rid of them. Let's get some cash and get out of here. It's, it's fold up this whole Yeah, this, this whole thing. Oh, we got to play by the rules. Huh? <laughs> yeah, there's money in those offshore casinos. Let's just throw it over there. Because <laughs> really? uh, I think the Dodgers might be unstoppable now. And it looks like they, they're not even going to trade Jack Peterson now. They may have Mookie Betts and Jack Peters. The, the, the Dodgers look fantastic, and they won't have to go up against Houston and the cameras. Oh, so they should right. be okay. I always like the fact that it started with the most sophisticated uh, communications devices we have now, which are the cameras. Yeah. These incredible cameras that can shoot uh, the, the signals from uh, from deep center field all the way to home plate. And then they signal it by banging a wooden kitchen spoon on a trash can. Well, that was just for the traditionalists. They had to go old school. Yeah, that's true. They had to go old school. In case Vin Scully's yeah. hanging out. They, they how, does get... it, how does that work in Cleveland where they had the, the guy banging oh, the tom-tom? <laughs> it's like, what? Another curveball? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I bet you check the records. They were 0-8 in Cleveland that year. Number 11! Is the baseball season too damn long? Are the games too damn long? Is there any way to trim this down, Alonzo Bowden? Bring back the doubleheaders. Oh, yeah. That, I would love that. I, I'm, listen, I'm an old baseball fan. I love baseball. The season was shorter when you had doubleheaders, right? Because, yes. you know, and, and, and give the fans a break. They're already broke. They're already paying everything. So give them every now and then you get two games for the price of one. Yeah, and, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Du- yeah, double up on those the players. They're, they're, they're platooning anyway. For yeah, sake. yeah. Can you imagine, like, a, a ball player? Like, they, they're getting up there now. But some guy who played – in the seventies, and he's looking at pitchers like, "What do you mean you only pitch the seventh inning?" <laughs> yeah, what do you got, get? Get some of the old Negro League players who sure. had to pitch a triple header. Heck, just Satchel get Page. <laughs> Satchel Page used to have to pitch twenty-seven <laughs> innings and then go to lunch. Warren Spahn <laughs> pitched a no-hitter for twelve innings and lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nothing I, don't, I, I wouldn't put him in a bullpen with listen, any of today's guys. Listen, You'd kill him. I pitched the second out in the eighth inning. That's, <laughs> That's what job. I do. That's, That's a, a lefty who can get you one out in the eighth inning is getting $30 million a season. Good Lord. You're in the wrong business. So twi- Twilight uh, twilight Doubleheader. Listen right here. Yeah. The Twilight Doubleheader. Yeah, bring it back. Lighter fluid night here at Met Stadium. <laughs> Come on down. Bring the kids. Brought to you by Hooker Fish Hooks. Catch the big one with a hooker. And Netway's Expandabelt Funnel Pants. Pour any belly into a pair of knitways. And finally, in the devil's dozen, number 12. Should motorcycle racing be in the Olympics? Yes, but yeah. only rollerball style. Oh. Yes. Meaning yes. like on an indoor? Indoor rinks, spiked gloves, spiked helmets. Let's come on. Show, show you care. Go for it. Show you care. Show you, yeah. You care about your country. You're just willing <laughs> Yeah, we could combine some kind of motorcycle racing, X game, but just put weapons in there. Take an eye out for Korea, for Pete's sake. That Devil's Dozen sponsored by Garage in Your Pants. 
the eight-inch tool that can do anything. I got a bonafide big-time touring comedian with me. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway from the great Alonzo Bowden. I'm going to ask you five questions. We've done this before. Uh, I'll ask you the questions. And, uh, yeah, there might be kids out there, Alonzo, thinking about getting into comedy. And you're working like, uh, you're working great gigs and you're doing the jazz cruises. and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tour and ready to go. Ready to go to South Africa for a first time. Holy shit. Cape smokes. Town Comedy Festival, first week of March. Wow, so if fun. you're listening down in Cape Town, yeah. I'm on my way, and uh, yeah, explain cricket. I got I got a lot of fans down there around Cape Horn. All <laughs> right, that's Cape Horn. Here's it. Now uh, I'm going to ask you the questions. You give the kids a little advice. Number one, best way to try new material. What would be your best way to do? How do you try when you got a couple of new jokes? Do you squeeze them in? Do you throw them right at the top? Do you? I like to try them right up front. Really? I like yeah, I like to get into them. My favorite material is the newest material, so I like to try them up front. They say that you know, do the stuff you know, build it up for the crowd, get it going, and then I'm 20 minutes into the set and I've completely forgotten the new material. <laughs> And then, then I'm at the hotel room at night saying, man, I should have tried that one. So get them out of the way early. So it's more of a memory thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before you forget. Uh, what could go wrong that might make you walk out on a gig? Not necessarily off stage, but if you get to a city, you get to a club, and you take a look at the whole thing and you go, there's something here that smells funny. I'm not, I'm not even doing this. Have you ever had to do that, first of all? I will tell you, the one time I turned around and went home was when I was on my way to a gig and the promoter said it was right outside of San Diego. It was like an 8 o'clock show. So I hit, you're supposed to hit San Diego on I-5 South, then hit I-8 East and go to the gig, wherever it was. So, so when I hit I-8 East, it showed the town where the gig was was like 170 miles away. And I just said, well, we won't be making that one, and turned right around and headed. And I was like, wait, right outside of San Diego. You mean right inside of Yuma? So uh, bad, Barely in the United States, it sounds like. Bad, bad directions would hurt. The, yeah. the one thing now I think would stop me from doing a gig, or maybe I'll just do my last gig, would be a room full of MAGA hats. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a little one. slanted. Yes, just a bit. Just <laughs> May a bit. May go your way. Best airport tip? Because you travel a ton. Yeah, you, you got you to gotta get your, your pre-check. You got to get clear. You got to get all of those pre-approved security Where things. Where do you go to get those? So Who do you, you call? You, you, there's a website, a government website. Um, what's it called? Go, Global Entry or something like that. You go on there. You sign up, and you sign up for clear, and that way you're in line, and the only thing that's going to hold you up is the lady with the emotional support peacock. Yeah. Because uh, she's got the bird cleared somehow. Yeah, and then, and then all you're trying to do is uh, carry some wipes around in case you got a, a white pe- peacock crap yeah, off your exactly, pants, and then exactly. you get nailed. Got to be careful. Someone had a, a, an emotional peacock support miniature horse. Miniature horse. And it's legal. Can you imagine being in the seat next to miniature horse guy? I cannot. Uh, he might help you emotionally, but he ain't going to protect you from this ass whipping. <laughs> Sit next to a horse. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to bring in my emotional support snake next to go. the horse. Let, not a, not better. let them duke it out. Uh, your, your go-to pick-me-up if you're flagging between shows. you got a three-show night in some crazy club. And by, between that second and third show, oh, like, Starbucks Red Eye, Starbucks Red Eye, yeah, bam, yeah. bam, bam, couple bam. of couple of shots in the 
in the coffee or whatever the hell you got in that yeah, cup. Yeah, I'll give you Seems some of this. Yeah, whatever. I'm not sure what that monkey testosterone is. Uh, I don't know where you're getting that this stuff. This is coffee without water. Finally, <laughs> and when you're killing, how do you get out of your head so you keep killing? Because you can get self-conscious sometimes and kind of get in the way. What do you do? And you know you're rolling in. It's a special night. you got a chemistry with that crowd. How do you get out of your own way? Oh, I just stop thinking and go with the flow. Just, just, I just enjoy the moment, keep going, knowing that, you know, at some point I'm going to be back at the Riverside VFW. So, so I might as well just enjoy this for as long as it lasts because Riverside is always looming. That's right. You've been there, Jeff. You know the, you know the VFW. You know the VFW. Take the small victories when you can get them. (laughs) That advice corner brought to you by Pants in Your Garage. Sneak back into your own house effortlessly with pants in your garage from the makers, oddly enough, of Garage in Your Pants. Now, I understand you may have a pop quiz for me. First of all, uh, we've got a theme song for, for this one. Let me hear the theme song. Pop quiz. This is the segment of the show where my guests uh, ask me uh, questions. I am now, uh, say I won last week, won big. Uh, so I am 7, 76, and 2 over the last uh, stretch run of these. Uh, so the great Alonzo Bowden is here. He's going to ask me some questions. Any questions? They can be any category. Okay, first they can be of food, all. music. They can be any of that. And uh, I'll try to answer them right off the top of my head because that's just the kind of it's skill level. It's a sports show. I'm going to stick with sports. By the way. Killer theme song. Don't know how much money you spent putting that one together. Hey, listen. Uh, that uh, was... Uh, when you when you're when you're middling the VFW, <laughs> you don't have money for music. <laughs> All right, the Knicks have been on a run of of just horrible basketball. There were there are children who've been born who've never seen a Knicks winning season. That's right. There are kids old enough to drink who haven't seen a Knicks winning season. Good lord. So I ask you. When was the last championship season for the New York Knickerbockers? Last championship season for the New York Knicks. Oh, my God. Do we have to go back to Willis Reed? I'm going to go back that far. I'm going to say Willis Reed, Dick Barnett, Walt Frazier. That's the name. 72? Ah, missed it by one. 73. 73. 73. Dang, I was close. All right. I'm going to take a half a point just for naming half the starting line. Yes, you did do that. Dave You did do that, yeah. Phil Action Jackson came oh, off the bench right. that's, that's on right. that team. Yes. The original yeah. Paul McKeskey. Yes. <laughs> Phil, I think Phil was playing with the with the Jufro back then, if <laughs> I remember yeah, correctly. He <laughs> yeah, he looked like Abby Hoffman. Ah, uh, now we know where uh where Harvin got the idea for the beard. <laughs> All right, I'm going All right. uh I'm going half and half. Here's that. another one. It is the fiftieth anniversary of the LA Clippers since they joined the league. What was the name? What was the original name of the L.A. Clippers? Uh, the original bonus, name. Bonus if you can explain the name change. Well, uh, I believe it was, uh, they were the San Diego Clippers. And prior to that, they were the Buffalo Braves. Nailed it. You got it. With Bob McAdoo. You got it. And what was the name change? Why, does, why were they changed to the Clippers? Uh, well, because uh, originally they moved to San Diego, correct? And that's a big uh, shipping uh area look and at so you they had, yeah they had knowing what a clipper ship is yeah, no exactly. one knows that by the way not know, one la fan you clippers what is what did, <laughs> yeah. they, they're doing hair well the uh, lakers for god's sake yes. from minneapolis yes many lakes around los angeles there's 
there's a lake Los Angeles that had water in it before the drought. Quote the great Dana Gould, there's Lake U, and that's it. <laughs> All right, look at this. I'm, I'm one, and I got a half, one and a half. Finally, in honor of this being Black History Month, this is a gimme for you. This is a layup. Oh, brother, I hate when people say that. First black man to drive at the Indy 500. Oh, first, oh, man. First black man to drive at the Indy 500. Wow. Uh, we'll go Willie Ribs. You got it. Willie Boom. T. Ribs. He was the man. Holy First smokes. black man at Indy. Yes. Well, I've never said this before, but Gary, my producer, cracked the champagne. I was 2-0-1 on that one. Nice. That's the highest score I've ever gotten, Alonzo Bowden. My guest today, the always hilarious Alonzo Bowden. Follow Alonzo on Twitter, at Alonzo Bowden. That's B-O-D-D-E-N, for God's sake. Go to AlonzoBowden.com for upcoming dates. You got Oklahoma City coming up this weekend. You got Milwaukee the next week. You got Austin, Texas uh, closing out the month. Go see him. He's well worth it every single time, Alonzo. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. You might want to add some water to that coffee. I'm just saying... Yeah, before I Just go home for to the, the heart. For the heart. <laughs> before, you, before you have to get the 8-inch tool in your pants, for God's sake. Follow me. Well, that's an extension for me. Believe me, that's coming out of the Swiss Army Knife. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse. Follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Visit JeffCesario.com. Upcoming dates, all that kind of stuff. I got an album coming out soon. What was I thinking on 800-pound gorilla? Thanks to all of you for listening. Support my sponsor, Starburns.com. If you want more of me this weekend. I'll be who this is the big one. Chatter Falls, Wisconsin, calling the 15th annual International Speed Fishing Championships. It's a combination of speed skating and ice fishing that you do not want to miss. Norway won 13 of the first 14, but they were upset last year by tiny Estonia and Japan. Who will it be? Let's strap in and see. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.